Welcome to the Weight Loss for Fertility podcast. When you're trying to get pregnant, whether naturally or with the help of a fertility doctor, weight loss can better your chances of success. I'm Dr. Stephanie Fine, and I help you do just that. Let's go. Hello, fabulous. It's Dr. Stephanie Fine here with Weight Loss for Fertility, and today is such an exciting day. It's so exciting. So if you're listening to this in real time, today is the first anniversary of the Weight Loss for Fertility podcast. Woohoo! You can't see, but I'm pretending there's confetti here. <laughs> I'm throwing it around. It is very, very exciting. We have, this is 55 episodes. So a year ago, I released three at a time. That is the advice. But really, it actually works out really well because the first three episodes are why weight loss for fertility. Number two is the hunger scale explained, which as you know, very important around here. And then the third one is the weight loss tool that's hormone proof. And that talks about writing down your food, which is, again, another really important and fantastic way to lose weight in a sustainable way. So those were the first three. And then there was one every week since. Every week. It's so exciting. It's only the beginning. So first year, many, many years to come, hopefully. And just, I have lots of thoughts about anniversaries. So that's what we're going to look into now. The title is Looking Back to Go Forward. And I'm using this anniversary as an example of that, but it's such a valuable thing for you to do for your weight loss, for any journey that you're interested in continuing, maintaining, noticing. And so we'll do a little bit of that here. And I looked at the, you know, that you can look at stats for podcasts. And I wanted to see which ones were some of your faves, and it's your questions that are the most popular. So ask me more. I'm happy to do entire podcasts based on the questions that you send in. So message me on Instagram at stephaniefinemd, or you could always send me an email and you can find, you can contact me through the website, stephaniefinemd.com. And I would love to do that. So hopefully many more of those in the, in the next year. And two things I want to talk about what I love about anniversaries, two important parts. The first is celebrating. Celebrating. Celebrating feels so good. And I know for a fact we do not do enough of it. And an anniversary is a perfect time to do that. We can do that with our partners, marking time with our partners. We do that with our age, you know, marking time um, that we've been on the planet. It's a beautiful thing to do. And it's such a great time to specifically celebrate. So (laughs) celebrate means having good feelings towards, acknowledging, And so the celebration specifically will be acknowledging an accomplishment, a time to experience good feelings, like pride, gratitude. I was thinking also like determination and persistence, but that's not the good, the feeling is pride about having determination, pride about the persistence that you showed over the year or whatever. So I really think for celebrations, it's pride and gratitude maybe that you can or a time to thank your past self for embarking on the journey and that you're a year past and we can 
celebrate the fact that it's been a year. And and it's always, I always love the idea of purposely choosing a good feeling. We could do that every day. We could celebrate something that we've accomplished every day. I highly recommend that. At the end of the day, looking back, it's like a gratitude journal, but also but looking back at your day and and gratitude for yourself, for what you accomplished. And sometimes what you accomplished is that you brushed your teeth. Sometimes you drove to work. Sometimes you hit that proposal out of the park or, you know, I mean, there's something. Sometimes you were thrilled at a retrieval. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes it's big, obvious things. And sometimes we really want to be able to strengthen the muscle of finding the things to celebrate. And that really is a muscle. You really can train your brain to look for things to celebrate. And a very concrete way to do that is to write down at the end of the day, at least one, three, five, whatever number you like, something that you can celebrate each day. That's just a great way of training your brain. But we can also do this at an anniversary. So I love the acknowledging of an accomplishment, big or small. I love experiencing good feelings like pride, maybe even gratitude. But pride is such a good one because I think we sometimes shy away from that, thinking that we're um, showy or arrogant. And I just don't think that's the case. Being proud of what you've done is to me a good reason to do something, <laughs> to be able to feel the pride. I'd love you to get comfortable with feeling proud of your of your accomplishments or the things you do. That would be awesome. It's a great takeaway from this. But the other thing about celebrating is practicing celebrating without food. So it's the anniversary, it's very exciting a thing that someone could do is say, oh, let's go out to dinner. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with going out to dinner. There's not. It's very enjoyable. But I really love the idea of defining a celebration with something besides food. So sometimes, you know, you could purchase something or go for a walk somewhere or what it is is intentional time spent in the good feeling. Think about that. Intentional time spent in the good feeling. That's really what a party is. It's intentional time. It's a time dedicated to feeling good about something. Your birth, you know, your marriage, your, I don't know, you know, lots of things, parties, a promotion, you know, those sorts of things. Those are big things. But like an anniversary of a podcast, it's there's a lot to be proud of to get something off the ground and continue it going. It is a great practice to flood my brain with good feelings and connect them to the accomplishment. And so that's that's what we're doing here. And when I was thinking about what I want to do, so one of them was the confetti. When I was thinking of what I wanted to do, I wasn't thinking to buy myself something, although that is something you could do, you know, a particular thing, like a new microphone or something like that. But I didn't need that. And so I was thinking that I didn't want to buy anything. I just wanted to spend this time with you. 
Because this whole time that I'm talking to you, I'm going to be feeling pride and some gratitude about the fact that I get to talk about the accomplishment of an anniversary of the podcast. But then (laughs) when I was thinking about it, I was thinking, oh, I really would love some confetti to, you know, sort of throw around a little bit. It's so festive. So in honor of the anniversary, I did buy myself some confetti. (laughs) So I will be liberally using that thing. I feel like that was missing from my desk. A little woohoo with confetti can go a long way in celebrating and it feels so good. So I'll I'll be updating you on my, on my little bowl of confetti. So celebrating ends up being something really important about anniversaries. Of course, you could celebrate, you know, every month, every year, every week, every day, you know, it, it doesn't have to be a year but just the concept of celebrating. And of course, here we talk about weight loss and there's lots of things to celebrate with weight loss. Accomplishments, new habits, there's so many things. And I love the idea of setting aside time to feel proud of your accomplishment. Okay, so celebrating, one very important concept. The next one that I love about anniversaries is reflecting and noting the changes that have happened in the year. A year is a really good time to look back. You certainly can look back a week, but you may not see as sort of broad strokes. But a year lends itself to really notice some changes. It's so important to look back to see how far we've come because what usually happens is, especially over a year, we just get used to our new normal. So our new normal is our new normal, and we may have goals in front of us. So really what we keep doing is we're comparing ourselves now to our future self instead of comparing us now to our past self. That's where we, we really can see the accomplishment. So having a moment, taking time to look back, to deliberately look back to see how far we've come can lead to that feeling of pride and celebrating. I love the timing of this anniversary because it's right after Thanksgiving, but it's before the rush of parties and end of year and all the rest of and all the celebrations. It's like a, a mini lull. And so if we take the time to look back over this last year now, what we're doing is we're getting the benefits of noticing all the things that happened in this year, but also we're staying conscious of what we want to create going forward. And especially with weight loss, that can keep us in the game during the holiday time. And the holiday time can be tricky. We will be talking about that each week coming up (laughs) for a little while. But If we start it with a deep appreciation of where we've come and where we want to go, then we're more likely to be engaged in the process during the holidays and we can not lose ground. Now, one of the things I talk about in holidays is deciding whether you still want to lose, you want to maintain, or you want to gain a certain amount. You can do that more easily if you're conscious of where you've been celebrating, noting the things that worked, and then continuing with eyes wide open into the holiday season. So reflecting can 
can serve that purpose, not only of noticing the stuff that happened in the past, but setting yourself up for the future. That's looking back to go forward. So when you're looking for the things that have changed over the year, I love looking at a calendar or planner, or if you use a log for food, you could definitely look at that. You can see the changes over time. You can, of course, look at a number and maybe that number is lower now than it was, which is so fun. And also you can acknowledge that you've kept it off. That can be a really big thing, particularly for us here when we're in the middle of fertility and maybe we did some cycles, maybe there's stuff going on, losses, celebrations, there's lots that can go on. And if you've lost and or maintained, you are a superhero, given that there could easily have been emotional roller coasters happening. And often, emotional roller coasters can lead to scale roller coasters, but not around here. Because we're engaged, we're using the hunger scale, we're feeling our feelings, we're doing all the things that we need to do. And so that is a huge accomplishment if you lost and maintained or even just maintained where you could have gained. So there's so much to look at because even you can also look over the year at, at all the things you have been through. Amazing what you've gone through and you've made it and you're still standing. Because no matter how cycles turned out, you did them. You started on your family building. You made a decision and you kept making decisions. And you dealt with a lot of emotions. And so you're practiced at dealing with emotions. You you practiced that over this year. And it's such an important skill to be able to do, to notice your feelings, to allow them to be there, and then not to eat over them. That's a huge accomplishment, for sure worthy of celebration and acknowledgement by looking back to see where, how you handled things a year ago and how you handle them now. So good. And it's a boost. And you definitely deserve that. And we can look for these celebrations. As I said, a very important skill. So we're talking about the skill of looking for things to celebrate, and the skill of practicing and feeling emotions. These are two really important things that help weight loss and everything else in life too. So when I was looking over the past year in terms of the podcast, I am infinitely better, (laughs) although I just flubbed. So there you are. (laughs) I'm keeping that in. But I'm a lot better at recording. I did get a new microphone. The sound quality is better. I'm a lot faster at it. I am not as anxious about it. I have a system in place. There's so much that's changed over the past year. I'm sure you can look back at whatever thing you want to look at, and it could be weight loss, in the things that you've done. Maybe you go grocery shopping more regularly now. Maybe you cook more or you have a place that you like to order from. Maybe you have a breakfast dialed in. Maybe you have a walk that you enjoy. There's so many habits and things that could be different now than they were a year ago. Okay, my friend, now it's your turn. 
It's time to look back over the last year and find the things you're proud of. I want you to look back and really see over this past year the things that are different, the things that you are happy that they're different, and the things that are the same and you're happy they're the same. I want you to celebrate them and then choose the things that you want to continue. It's so much easier to go forward powerfully when you're clear about what you want. And you can do that when you've looked behind to see what worked, and now you're going to continue forward knowing what you want. And remember, with weight loss, this is a really good time to stay in the game. As the holidays roll around, we'll be talking about how to enjoy the season and also achieve your goals. And this will help a lot. Knowing what you want and what has worked in the past so you can go forward. I'm sending you so much love on this anniversary edition. I hope your Thanksgiving was fantastic and I look so forward to talking with you about holidays and welcoming in the new year with you. So much love. If you follow, share, rate and review this podcast, you'll be helping it reach others just like you and making their journey with weight loss and fertility just a bit easier. Lighten their load. Share in your groups and social media. Thank you, fabulous.